if we don't cater to it now, then we're not going to have adults or professionals that are skilled enough to be able to handle those type of things. So although the creative arts may not seem as important or the digital arts may not seem as important with the path that we're headed towards, these are going to be things that are very much important in the careers of the future. Welcome to Somewhere and Elsewhere, a Coastal Carolina arts podcast by Short Sides. I'm Kevin Lewi Green. Coming up next, a Somewhere and Elsewhere special where we uncover stories from artists across the coastal region. Hi, I'm Dana Rossi and I'm a reporter for Somewhere and Elsewhere. This past year has been filled with historical and life-changing events. If it has shown us anything, it's that what this world needs now more than ever is a creative, compassionate generation with the ability to think critically and change the world around them for the better. An education in the creative arts is essential to creating these innovative minds. A study conducted by Arts Ed Search found that students exposed to art studies at an early age scored higher on tests in expression, risk-taking, creativity and imagination, and cooperative learning as well as in other core areas of study. However, there still remains a debate on the importance of arts within an early education curriculum, and this debate only becomes more complicated with the transition to online and hybrid education. Iris Robinson, founder of New Freedom Hill in Tarboro, North Carolina, knows firsthand how important it will be to keep the arts alive for students in this digital age. Through her work at New Freedom Hill, teaching students in media production and providing media services to local businesses, she's expanding the opportunities for students interested in the arts and breaking the stigma around arts-driven careers. My name is Iris Robinson. I do photography, videography, and graphic design, and I'm also a full-time teacher, and I reside in Tarboro, North Carolina. Well, when I first started New Freedom Hill. I had just recently moved back to my hometown, which is Princeville, North Carolina. If you don't know anything about Princeville, Princeville is the oldest town established by free slaves, established by African Americans. So I started New Freedom Hill as a way to just gain exposure, going back to Princeville being the oldest town chartered by free slaves. It was first named Freedom Hill, and I named my company New Freedom Hill after that name. And that is how it started, and from there it's grown to more so be a visual branding company for small businesses and nonprofit organizations. When I was growing up, I've always been the creative artistic type, and a lot of my learning came from either books that I read or television shows. In particular, there was one show that came on HBO Kids when I was younger that taught filmmaking skills to kids. And I just fell in love with it. And I wanted to learn all the things they were teaching, stop motion animation and just all the ins and outs of editing. And this was with, you know, the video cameras that don't even have the capability of the ones that we use today. So it was just something that I fell in love with and something that I knew that I wanted to do. And as I went through school, like I ended up 
Like that was still something that I love to do and it was still something that I always did on the side. But when I got to the point where it was time to decide what I was going to major in in college, that was the last thing on my mind. So I went into college as a psychology major because I thought I should have something practical. Not like, you know, no one told me to follow, you know, this is the thing that I love to do and this is what I do in my spare time. But it never crossed my mind as a career path. And I think when most people think of the arts, they think of it as an extracurricular or they think of it as a luxury or something supplemental. And they don't even realize how much it impacts the brain. And when we think of art, you have visual art. You also have music. You also, you know, there are all, the, all, all forms of art. But it takes different ways of presenting information for it to actually be grasping people's minds. So when it comes to a science experiment or anything scientific or anything mathematical, maybe if it were presented in a way that was visual, it might be more helpful for the visual learner. And being able to create these type of things is important. And being able to integrate arts into a curriculum in general like even if it's not teaching art as its own class integrating it into the curriculum for the core classes is important as well because you're going to have those that are not going to get it until they're able to express it a certain type of way or they're able to see it drawn out or in a video or you have to have all these things and that's why they're important. And if we're not teaching these things along with everything else, then we're not going to have youth grow into adults that will be able to present things in that type of way. And if we are able to teach those type of skills at a young age and get kids to already be thinking critically and creatively and not just analytically, then we aren't like cycling their creative process to come up with these new and innovative ideas. Like that's how these innovative ideas are able to come about because we have those that were stimulated by the arts and stimulated by this type of thing at a young age and are able to now process it in a way where they can integrate it with everything else and to provide new things, new technologies, new creations that are going to be helpful for our new age, helpful for our future. Yeah, and I know that there have been a lot of talks and meetings about like cutting out electives because they feel like it'll be too much pressure on the students to have to do their core classes online as well as the electives but I feel like it's still important for them to have access to the education even with it being virtually. All of these are professions that are continuing to grow and their core comes from creativity even though coding seems to be very you know straightforward and very analytical it still comes from creativity. You have to have that creative mind to be able to even excel in those type of things. And it's, it's just a part of our present. It's going to be a very big part of our future. So I, wanted, I want to be able to integrate these type of skills, these type of lessons into our curriculum so that our youth know that there's so much more to thinking creatively 
than what you know now. And there are going to be so many more things that are created that don't even exist today. And we're not going to be able to get there unless we provide that type of outlet now at an early age. You've been listening to Somewhere and Elsewhere, a Coastal Carolina arts podcast from Working Narratives and Shoresides. Shoresides is a local journalism project serving the Coastal Carolinas and beyond. Know of a Coastal Carolina artist we should be covering? Contact us at info at shoresides.org. I'm Kevin Lee Y. Green. Thank you for listening. Thank you.